0: This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Earlier this month, clashes broke out between Armenia and Azerbaijan. The conflict is old, but right now its latest chapter is playing out. Both sides claim sovereignty over the Nagorno-Karabakh region. And this time, some new players are emerging on the scene. Guess who? I'm talking about India. To boost its defense forces, Armenia is buying weapons from India and reports say a deal has already been struck. The total value, almost $250 million. Under this deal, India will transfer the weapons over the next few months. So what exactly is in this war chest? The most important weapon is the Pinaka rockets. First up, some background. The Pinaka is an indigenous multi-barrel rocket system. It was developed by the DRDO, the Defense Research and Development Organization. Right now it is primarily used by the Indian Army. The Pinaka is mounted on trucks for mobility. Each system includes six launchers, 12 rockets and one radar. The entire weapon is computerized and each launcher can fire rockets in different directions. Other than this, India is also selling anti-tank missiles and ammunition to Armenia. So it's quite a comprehensive defense deal. Now, Armenia's priorities are understandable. Historically, they have bought weapons from Russia. But since Russia is currently bogged down in Ukraine, they have turned to other sources, namely India. The question is, what's in it for New Delhi? Well, broadly speaking, two things. Number one, a big boost to defence exports. India is hoping to become a seller in the global weapons market. By 2025, the government is hoping to produce weapons worth 1.75 lakh crore rupees. Out of this, 35,000 crore rupees is meant for exports. Now that is roughly 5 billion dollars. In that context, this defence deal is important It's significant. This is the first time the Pinaka missiles will be exported. And if they prove to be a hit on the battlefield, more orders are likely to pour in. So that's, of course, benefit number one. Coming now to number two, strategic angle. Armenia's rival in this conflict, of course, is Azerbaijan. It is part of an emerging strategic triumvirate. Pakistan, Turkey and Azerbaijan. These three countries have deepened their cooperation of late. In 2017, they signed a trilateral agreement on security and military aid. Last year, they held joint drills in Baku. Turkey for one has sold its lethal Bayraktar drones to Azerbaijan. They were crucial in giving Baku the military edge. There are also reports now of a military jet sale with Pakistan. Azerbaijan could buy the Chinese-origin J-17 jets from Islamabad. And politically too, There is unity among the three. Let's explain. Turkey and Pakistan support Azerbaijan's position in the ongoing conflict. They recognize Azeri claims in Nagorno-Karabakh. In return, Azerbaijan supports Pakistan on Kashmir. Do you see my point about the emerging axis here? There is political and military cooperation between these countries. And they have channeled it to repeatedly rake up the Kashmir issue on a global stage. My question is how can India respond? Let's now go back to mid September when the conflict broke out, and this is how India reacted to it. I quote We call upon the aggressor side to immediately cease hostilities. The aggressor side. We believe that bilateral disputes should be settled through diplomacy and dialogue. There can be no military solution to any conflict. Let's analyze this statement. India did not name either country. And it talked about the aggressor side. The consensus is that New Delhi was talking about Azerbaijan. And now you have this defence deal. India is selling lethal weapons to Armenia in the middle of a conflict. So does this mean that India has picked a side? Well, officially, the policy remains unchanged. India has refused to take sides in the Nagorno-Karabakh conflict. It has supported bilateral resolution. But at the same time, this is a warning to the triumvirate. If their plan is to stir up Kashmir, then India does have a response, and that response is Armenia. It's a purely strategic move when you think about it, because India faces no economic or military consequences from this conflict. Investments are few. People-to-people exchanges are few. And there is no risk of a spillover. This is simply all about strategic manoeuvring. The question is, how long will it last? Azerbaijan is using the current political situation to further its claims. Meanwhile, Armenia's ally, Russia, is busy in Ukraine. Europe needs Azeri natural gas to survive the winter. So it's the perfect time to push on, which is why Armenia will be keen on India's support. The U.S. has already blamed Azerbaijan for the conflict. If India does the same, the pressure would build on. But will that happen? Well, India has historically stayed away from bilateral conflicts. Nagorno-Karabakh will be no different. The trajectory of India-Armenia relations uh, depends on a third factor, in fact. It depends on how Pakistan, Turkey and Azerbaijan chart their partnership going forward.